Yeah, you see, therefore. This meeting is being recorded. Uh oh. My okay. I'm sorry. Okay, he's saying it's recorded. Okay, uh, they sent therefore and gathered all the lords of Philistines unto them and said, What shall we do with the ark of the God of Israel? And they answered, Let the ark of the God of Israel be carried about until Gath. And they carried the ark of God of Israel about thither. And it was so that after they had carried it about, the hand of the Lord was against the city with a very great destruction. And he smote the men of the city, both small and great, and they had emeralds in their secret parts. Uh oh, everybody on mute. Can y'all hear me? Okay, your turn, Denise. You told me to read three, right? I got you. Brother, okay. Read. He got you. Oh, okay. Okay. Therefore, therefore, King James, therefore they sent the ark of God to Ekron. And it came to pass that the ark of God came to Ekron, that the Ekronites cried out, saying, They have brought up, up brought about the ark of the God of Israel to us to slay us and our people. So they sent and gathered together all the lords of the Philistines and said, Send away the ark of, of the God of Israel and let it go again to his own place that it slay us not and our people. For there was a deadly destruction throughout all the city. The hand of God was very heavy there. And the men that died not were smitten with the emeralds, and the cry of the city went up to heaven. Tumors. Amen. Amen. Okay. So. Wow. So. I'm a title this really simple. Not my God. <laughs> Real simple. Not my God. <laughs> simple. Not my God. So let's talk a little bit about this situation that we got going on here. So, oh my God. When I read this, and I've read this more than one time. So when I read it this time, it was like there was a few things that God pointed out that was different than what he had told me before. So I'm going to kind of add that in as well. So we're looking at 1 Samuel, the fifth chapter, and there's only 12 verses in there, but it is powerful. And like I said, we're going to title this, Not My God. So the first thing that God shared with me was where they came from and where they went to. So Ebenezer is the place of the stone of the hell. Stone of the hell. So they were in a place to be helped. And then they went from the place to be helped to a ravager, which is what Ashdod did. And so Dagon is one of the gods with the little g, and they consider him to be a fish god. So he was actually supposed to be a God that would prosper them when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, fish and, and, and prosper them in areas. Uh, and so that, that is, that was their God that was going to prosper them. So, so that was the first thing God shared with me. So I, I'm like, okay, first of all, they took the Ark of the Covenant and put it where the idol was. 
And so that by itself should just kind of make you think, okay, so they felt like our God was like their God. They felt like the same little G was like our big G, God. But they didn't know. They didn't know. So what happened was, and we saw this story, what happened was when they put our God in the same place, glory to God. Mm, mm, mm. When they put our God in the same place as the, the demigod or their God, the mini God, the little G, he ends up showing himself strong by making that God in the first part bow down to him. So I got I got some questions before we even go any further past the first couple of verses. So my first question is, how did God knock the God over to show that he's the one that's supposed to be worshipped? Hmm. Anybody ever think of that? Yeah. No of God before him. Anybody I don't even know if he had wrote the I don't even know if he had wrote the Ten Commandments before the end, but God is a jealous God and he don't play. So I wouldn't have been by on anyway, not me. Or whatever they're doing. Huh, no. Anybody else thinking that? How how did he do it? Oh, am, I, am I the only person that just thought, like, yeah, he did it? Did a wind come through there? Well, I mean, we did it. How did he do it? You think about that? Uh, the Bible tells us thou should not worship no other God before thee. So to uh, it was an insult for this supposedly be a uh, statue to even try to take the place of God Almighty. So that was offensive. Uh, even in our own lives, uh, anything that we put before God, whether it be our family, other people, relationships, there's not there's nothing supposed to be before God. God is like my sister said, jealous, and uh, he he's not gonna tolerate it. Now, how he did it, I have no idea, but he did it. He do work in mysterious ways. Though. Yes, he does. I mean, God can do anything. I seen him bring me all the way up in three months more than I had been stagnant in the last three years. But it, you know, I don't know the situation with them though. <laughs> so he, so, so I got another question. So my second question was, why is it? That when we can see the power of God, like right here, how God's power knocked the other God out. So why do we walk around sometimes in fear or concern that God ain't God? And we talking about statues. That he done knocked so, over. Go ahead, Brother Gary. We walk yeah. in the flesh when we think of fleshly things. Uh, when we lose sight of God, the scriptures say God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and sound mind. And uh, 
power and love. And uh, anytime we take our eyes off of God, as many of our forefathers did also, Peter took his eyes off of God and he began to sink. You see, if you take your eyes off of God, you, you, you tend to think what the devil push up on you. Uh, I said that to say we got to keep our mind on Jesus. Amen. 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 That was good. So we see that the demigod, I'm going to keep calling him the demigod, y'all. So we see that the, the little, little G, we see that the little G had, I mean, God had the little G. I want to say he had the little G in the headlock. Can I say that? <laughs> Yeah. Have you ever? Okay, you guys probably don't fight, you know. But I, I've been in fights where I had to grab them and try to put them in a headlock because because they was almost trying to win, and I wasn't trying to hit it. So I grabbed them <laughs> and put them in a headlock. So it seems to me in First Samuel the fifth chapter where we're talking about day God and the little God, it seemed like God just. in the God in the first place. This is just what they thought. 
and then God left nothing but the stone. So there was no godly foundation in the God. So they put him in the same spot. He got the same results, except worse. So sometimes God, and I feel like sometimes God is telling us, you know what? I can take you out and I can take you out and I take you out. The Bible, uh, we, we fall down, but we get up, right? And the Bible says that we forgive 70 times seven. And so there are times when God will allow us to go through a few things so that we can get it right. Because see, unlike this little demigod, God cares for us and he loves us. And he wouldn't put us in a situation that he wouldn't be able to bring us out. So I'm going to stop right there before I go on to the rest of it. Uh, and y'all tell me what you think so far. What you, what you thinking? What you think? Or do I need to ask a question? Yeah, what you mean by what we think? Okay, I mean, because pretty much we already know God carries us and we know that he don't want no other God before him. And I know he's wonderful, but I can go on and on and on. <laughs> I'm talking about you want to ask us a question about the chapter? So is there is there in the chapter, do you recognize some areas in your life that you know you need to give over to God? I'll put it that way. In the chapter, just period in life. Not necessarily in the chapter, just period in life circumstances. There's a lot of, lot of things that um, I need to turn over to God. I still deal with fear. You know, I'm still dealing with that. But I do bring up that same scripture every time to, uh, I, I guess, to check myself or put myself back in check or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, there could this list could go on and on of things that need to be let go of. That's just me. what I've learned. Oh, excuse me, sis. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. Oh, uh, what I'm learning is that if you don't learn how to let go of some things, um, God would allow us to go back into the same situation, just a different phase, until we learn. It's called a test. And this often is what I'm learning in my lifestyle, the closer I get to God, is that if I don't pass that test, I can't elevate. With him, he want to elevate us. You know what I mean? So what I'm learning is that if I'm going to trust him, I might as well have my faith in him. And therefore, that means that I shouldn't have fear. But keep in mind, we still in the flesh. So I mm -hmm. kind of agree with sister and I where, you know, sometimes I still have that fearfulness but I go back to the scripture where he says, fear not. I am God. I got you. He don't say it exactly like that. But, you know, that's my interpretation. But amen. amen. Somebody else? Amen. Before uh, brother, I see Vanessa set up. Did you want to say something else? No, I just set up. Uh, okay. Uh, Jason, <laughs> do you have something you want to say in reference to? Uh, the chapter, you didn't really get to hear us talk about it, but for what you've heard so far, do you have anything? No, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> Ms. Kelly? Uh, I heard Pastor Hundley preach a sermon one time, and it was the title of his sermon was Let Go and Let God. <laughs> and, and, and he went on to explain how 
there are many times in life where we hold on to things that belong to God. Uh, we can't change the situation. Uh, if we could, we would have done it by now. Uh, we can't change other people. If we could, we would have done that by now. But what we can do is we can acknowledge God in his rightful position, his rightful place, and allow him to be God. And we just continue being human beings, trusting in him. So the longer I live, the more I realize that I don't have control of anything. That all things come through him. If he don't wake me up in the morning, I don't get up. If he don't give me the activities of my limbs, I just, I don't have the activity of my limbs. So without God, I can't do anything. So with that in mind, why do we spend so much time worrying about things that God controls? If we think about it along those lines, then we'll spend a lot less time worrying and we'll spend more time putting our faith and trust in the one that really can change the situation. Amen. 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 So let's let's look at the rest of these verses and then uh, I have a couple of questions. So I'm going to go back up to, so they first cut off the head, which is leadership. There was no leadership. Cut off the hands, which means there's no provision because we know we have provision in God. The only thing that was left was a stone, which means there was no godly foundation. So then, okay, so they, they was a little bit smarter this time. So instead of, instead of putting the Ark of the Covenant back in there when they gone, they shipped it off. They say, uh-uh, this ain't going to work. We, we got to do something different. So they sent it to another city, Ekron. And so while they were there in that city, they started having hemorrhoids and having bloody discharge in the, with the hemorrhoids. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can say tumors, but it's really okay. hemorrhoids. <laughs> so even God was still trying to get them to see that they don't have all the answers. All they needed to do was return the Ark of the Covenant back to God. And God was cursing the city and cursing the people because they were out of line and did not have a right to the Ark of God. And so this, is a, this lesson is kind of reminding us, it tells us and reminds us that there is only one true God. And, and guess what? When he's given the opportunity to show himself, he shows up and shows up. Mm -hmm. And we know this for a fact, but we look at our lives and how God has done so many great things in our lives. And, I mean, he is just amazing. Think about this. You know, how what he did for you. I mean, just what he did for you. That by itself is amazing. <coughs> what he did for me was amazing. Mm -hmm. Delivered me, set me free, drug free. Mm -hmm. uh, he even delivered me from my own finances. And what I mean by that, he's teaching me how to do the right thing with my money. You know, he wants mm -hmm. me to be a good steward. 
See, he wanted to give me millions of dollars many, many years ago, but I was not a good steward. Mm. And I'm reminded, and I'm going to tell this story again. One time, my mother, she played the lottery. And she had won the lottery, y'all, except my stepfather. That one time did not go get the ticket. That's amazing. The one good thing about that is, it was millions of dollars too, y'all. Millions of dollars. But my mom was very generous and loving and caring. Yes. So she would have given yes. us all, including me, money. And I would not be here today. I can tell you right now, I ain't going to be here today. I would have parted myself to death. I'm just saying. I would have, yes, I would have killed myself. So even though sometimes we look at things as like, man, well, why you just didn't bless us? Sometimes God's hold back the blessing from us to keep us safe, to protect us and show his love. So my next question, it has to do with so when, when I look at and I think about these, these uh, the attacks, of the physical attacks on the enemy and I'm, I'm reminded of how Sometimes we don't realize what God is doing for us in the natural, in the spiritual as well, but the, sometimes in the natural. And I'm going to use this, and, and the question is, I want you to think of one time where you know God showed up for you in a way that nobody, nobody, you knew it was God. Just one time so that we can share and let let people know who I got is and what I got is. So I'm gonna start with Shanana first. <laughs> and uh Jacelyn is gonna be next. Then we're gonna move to the Montgomery's, and then I'll have uh, Minister Kelly share his by that time. Shanana? Okay, I would like to share um one time I was in the 18 Willerick. Um Vehicle, he let the first three in front of me go. I was number four, him not paying attention. We both turning left. He in this lane, I'm in this one. I'm thinking that he gonna let me go. He run, slap over me. So I'm thinking he would have stopped because I know he felt the 18 bull I thought come up off the ground. It done ran all over the front of my car and I'm at the light and I'm like, you know, done hit my head on the windshield. I mean, on this thing, but God said, Get up. I, I didn't have no time to think because I'm trying to chase him. Because, you know, once he hit I-35, he was going to keep going because that's we both was on our way on our route. So anyway, thank God I got enough strength and my car, even though everything was dragging on the ground, was still able to run, even though smoke was coming up. And I was blowing and blowing and blowing. I finally got his attention to stop. And you would not believe. I know that was God. Because... I mean, I didn't get paid from it. I lost the case and everything. But God, at least I'm still here. Just about like the million dollar lottery ticket that he didn't post. You know, and then God is so good that if I would have got the millions of dollars, ain't no telling, because back then I was dibbing and dabbing myself. You know, I probably would have messed up too. But God been so good. 
Amen. And see, now when he blessed me with the millions of dollars, since I'm praying and asking him for wisdom and knowledge, I know what to do with it. Amen. Amen. The Montgomery's, y'all up next. Oh, Jason. Yes. Do you, uh, um, you, you want to share with us something that God did for you? Yes, ma'am. Um, so, like, late, late 2021, not too long ago, of course, um, I wasn't very mentally stable, and so I was asking God to, like, help me, and God told me that I was going to get delivered, and um, so there's one day I went to church with my mom, and um, I got delivered, and I felt so much better, and, like, it was it really changed like the thing, how I look at things and it helped me a lot. And it made me like, cause when I, cause when uh, it kind of feels like sometimes that it's impossible to get out of it, but because, but when God helped me, I felt so free and I was so um, happy because God helped me. And that's like, it, I mean, I've had several moments where God's done this, but that really gave my my courage again and, like, like really showed to me that God, like, the things that God does for you. Amen. Thank you for sharing. Montgomery's? Hey, go ahead. Go Amen. Did God deliver deliver me? Y'all done went dark over there. What's going on? No, the the sun, the sun is disappearing. That's what happened. Oh God delivered oh, okay. me. Okay, there we go. Amen. God delivered me from me and nothing else. You see, I, I was my worst enemy. Uh, when I tried to do the right thing, evil present was on every hand. It I don't care what I do, I couldn't be successful until I gave my all to God. God delivered me from drugs, alcohol, every pill you can pop. Uh, Six times in the penitentiary for two violations. Uh, this this last time I wasn't supposed to be coming home because uh, under thirty years. He said you can't make parole till you do thirty years at least. And God brought me home way before then. Uh, what they meant for my harm. God turn it out for my good. I ain't gonna hold up y'all, but uh, I thank God for that. Amen. Amen. Um, there's way too many things, but I'm gonna uh, try to sum it up real quick. Um, his hand was definitely. Um, I've dealt with a lot of uh, loneliness and, and that kind of stuff. Um. And 
uh, fearful of a lot of things, especially anything new, anything um, that's challenging to me. I struggled a little bit with that. So I started off like um, when I had rededicated my life to the Lord and I was really active in church ministry and um, the idea of a singles ministry came up and um, I wanted to help with it in any way that I could. And then ended up, um, whoever the initial leader was, she stepped away. And then I ended up being leader of singles ministry. And it just, I think it's interesting how some previous experiences prepared me for that particular experience. And, and it would, we did well for um, my term for three years. So, and I know God had everything to do with it because if I did it in myself, uh, the fear of do, making a mistake or not doing the right thing or whatever the case may be would stifle me and keep me from being able to do those things. But God moved me and I had to trust him throughout all of that. And of course, I already tell the story about my uh, husband and making a decision that the, the buster that I was dealing with before that God actually praying to God to change my heart, that I could be released from that relationship specifically with my heart so that I can be prepared for whoever God has for me. And when I prayed that within two months, he walked in my life. So God had some, everything to do with that too. Amen. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 13 months and three days. It was something about that third day that God brought me out of the Oklahoma County Jail and set my foot on solid ground. And I made a vow unto the Lord that I won't turn back. And I hadn't always been truthful to it. hadn't always done the right thing. But I tell you this much. I haven't turned back from God even in my mistakes. Amen. So I, I promised him that I would serve him. I promised him that I would give my life over to him. And I promised him that I would make better choices and, and, and acknowledge him more in my life. So that's what he did for me. And so I'm trying my best with the help of the Holy Spirit to keep my vow unto the Lord. Amen. 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 We have about four and a half minutes. Uh, of course, we'll not take all of that time. Uh, go ahead and start putting your uh, your prayer requests in the chat. I see Vanessa already did one, so uh, but we uh, definitely do pray over these prayer requests um, throughout the week uh, and and months if we have to. Um, if we don't hear a praise report, so we just. Uh, thank God for this opportunity. I mean, you guys have heard my testimony about the accidents and how I, God delivered me and kept me, you know. And so uh, I'm just thankful to be here to not include, you know, uh, being uh, drug free and all of those things. God has just done too much for me to even uh, wrap it up in the thing. But I feel like today was a day where we just had to be reminded of who God really was. Because I think sometimes we get caught up in this, that, and the other, and we forget how really good he is. He is an awesome God. 
and he loves each and every one of us and there is nothing we can do about it so we just have to thank uh thanking god you know that he is the big g o d the big g o d and not the little g o d so i appreciate that and i thank him for that you know and i i was just you know killing myself laughing while i was reading the story because it's like man you did that and you, but you do that, you do that for me every day on a regular basis. You knock that guy's head off. You knock the arms off of whatever's trying to, to harm me and leave nothing but a sub. You do that for me every day. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just thankful uh, for what God is doing. So I'm going to let, uh, we're going to let, we're going to let Sister Shanetta pray us out. Uh, we got two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to, oh, you Go wanted me to start? Go for it. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for blessing us to come together again. Lord Jesus, I ask you to heal the people that are sick, um, especially my mother, Ray Ray, JD, Bobo, which I could name a few, but Lord, you know who they are. And Lord, I ask for you to just lay that your your arms on everybody so we can all come together. And the more we praise you, the more blessings come down. And Lord Jesus, also, could you please bless my enemies so they can stay away from me? And in your son's name, Jesus Christ, amen. 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 We also want to say a quick prayer for Anita's uh, family. They have lost a loved one. so And we know there's many losses lately. So we're just praying for uh, comfort in all families. Uh, represented and the people, and, and I also want to say a special prayer for the people of Ukraine who's uh, being uh, bombed by Russia. We praying that God protects uh, protects the uh, city of Ukraine, and we pray that this war comes to an end. And most of all, we pray that God is glorified even in the midst of this war. In Jesus' name. Jesus, Jesus, Amen. Thank you guys for coming. We appreciate you. Uh, on Sunday, you know, we have a, a new topic. We're going through the 26 topics, so it's gonna be Sunday's gonna be good, just like just like today. So next week we'll go over uh, chapter six. We'll see what happens in the end. <laughs> so make and also, you know what the lineup was? Excuse me, sis. Uh, you had put on already each one of us each week. I have a lineup. I didn't know what that was, but you probably can see me a little bit more or uh, something later in the text. Okay, I will yes, go ahead know. and tell you what it is. On that day, you will be bringing a message. You will be a oh. the Lord will use you to bring something. So that'd be your day to start a okay. second. Okay. I know to be prepared. <laughs> yeah. Amen. All right. We'll talk to you guys later on. May the Lord bless you. Love y'all. Have a blessed week. And guess what? Are you?